podcast as always my name is ryan and i'm joined by andy hey all right as always if you enjoy our content head on over to geekade.com check out all the great geeky related content over there whether it's video games movies music comics and so much more you can find it all over at geekade.com what's your geek all right we got some topics for this week but i have a bone to pick with you yeah you have sidetracked my daily routine <laughs> thanks to turning me on to Wordle. And I don't know whether to be upset about it or happy about it. Yeah, what I, I just can't believe how long you you really take it seriously. Like you're you you really methodically go through your guesses. Oh. Yeah, I am like so I I am very I am very cautious with my guesses and because i really want to get them as quickly as possible um so i will not like i don't like to put in anything where i'm gonna have to like fudge it and use a letter that's already off the board just to like try and answer i mean yeah i I, i've had some doozies that the monday the knoll monday (laughs) like had I not like ass backwards stumbled into the double L's with my third crazy guess. Uh, cause what, what was my, was my third guess? It was a word that I didn't even know was a word, but I just plugged it in and hoped and it took it. And then that, that locked it in and I figured out Noel, but yeah, that was like an hour of like anguish on those last two guesses. Yeah. That one was probably by far the trickiest one. I think I've missed one so far that I haven't gotten. And that one, yeah, that one was right at the end. I got that one, but yeah, cause most of them are pretty chill. Like I feel like averaging, you know, the right answer on your fourth guess is like pretty normal for most of them. I don't think I've gotten like two in the fives, but like, yeah, usually like three to four is kind of where I land. Yep. Um, so I don't, what's your, I'm curious, what's your starting word? It varies, but most of the time, I think I'm going to switch it up because I think they are, um, they try and go away from it. So I use like, like tears or, you know, something that has both E and A and then TRS in it. Yeah. I find eliminating vowels as quickly as possible is like definitely the way to go. Right. It's like you can't spell too many words without vowels. Yep. Or at least most of them. Yeah. Mine is always learn. That's a pretty I'll good learn, one, yeah. Learn is my starting one. And it's surprisingly not failed me. I always get at least one. Right, yeah. Yeah, usually I probably get about one yellow or so out of that. Yeah. But it's interesting because sometimes, like, my wife uses young a lot, which is way oh. out of the box, but she ends up getting a lot more of those that, I think you can quickly find out a word if you luckily get them in the right spot right away. Okay. Yeah. You can see that. But I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you're just eliminating letters down to. Yeah, it is. You know, it is exactly mastermind as you pitched it to me, which is what made me want to do it. Cause I love mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, but for people who need to spell and I 
today's oh god today's pissed me off um hold on i can look at what i had i made like the dumbest guess and i was just pissed off let me let me pull it up quick and then i immediately just thought of masturbating all day thanks to the one today but um so oh yeah i'm such a moron okay so i had learn was my first one right so i got the a so next one i guessed okay i I don't want to repeat any letters so i go with stamp Again, I hit on nothing but A, which is already in the right spot. So I know that I've eliminated pretty much all these vowels and I've got an A in the middle, right? And I have no other real vowels that make sense. So it's got to be like a H-A sort of word is like what I'm figuring, right? Like I'm like, it's got to be like a hua or something. And I, for the life of me, could not think of a W-H-A because I was like, it's got to be like it's got to be WHA. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I can't think of a single word that would possibly be. So I guess chaff is my third guess. And I was like, motherfucker. And then I, as soon as I do that, I was like, God damn it. Cause I got the C. I was like, whack. I'm like, how could I not? It's always like, I always do this. I get to like the third pick and I just like overthink it. And I go for like these really weird words. And maybe Noel had me a little bit on edge. But like, and in the fact that I know that the guy's from the UK and now lives like, I'm always thinking like, what's a very fucking UK sounding word? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it always screws me. I should just go with the easy one. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I whacked. So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, my wife, she showed me like how she went through it today and it was, she went through like 20 letters and it's like the only other letters were like, you know, Q, Z, V. And it's like. Oh yeah. Wow. You just yeah. went through everything until it was basically the pro I mean, you had nothing left other than to choose whack. Yeah. I mean, and that's where I landed too. Like the, I had pretty much no, I had no real choices. Like I had IO and U obviously still on the table, but those don't work at all. in in that configuration. So like I got lucky, like, although I'm kind of pissed that I didn't get it on the third guess, <laughs> but should have gotten with my gut. And I was in chaff was such a dumb guess because I wasted F on two spots. Made me mad. Yeah. Damn you, Wordle. Have you uh, moved on to <clears throat> Loodle yet? No. What is this? It's uh, basically Wordle with dirty words. Oh, Loodle. So it's, so it's just dirty words. The only problem is you don't realize how little five letter dirty words there are there's a lot of four letter ones yeah you could pluralize a lot of stuff like fucks and right but once that s isn't there then it's like well now what right but how many o's are in poon uh i'll have to check that one i my only complaint is like i wish wordle reset as you completed it like, I just want more Wordle. Like, I, I want to take a shit later on in the day and play another <laughs> Wordle. And it pisses me off that I have to wait until the morning to do it. So, I don't know. I like it. It's a it's a stupid game. It's a stupid not game game. Yeah. Enjoying it. Isn't that weird we'll how uh, maybe what we'll talk about next that, you know, some of the biggest gaming things in the world are spending a ton of money on each other and mm. everybody's talking about some free website, free, free website from the UK. <laughs> some word. <laughs> yeah. So we want to jump into that news. Cause this is, 
this is a big one. I mean, we're by the time this comes out, we'll be a little late to the game, but we've had the benefit of some more subsequent news and discussions kind of following. But um, of course, we're referring to Microsoft outright trying to uh, buy Activision Blizzard for $69 billion, uh, which both boards have agreed to. I guess it's just a matter of governing bodies like uh, approving the, the sale, but kind of unprecedented. Not even kind of. It is unprecedented. I mean, their acquisition of Bethesda was huge. But, like, this is, like what the number one or two independent like publishing companies. Yeah. I think they're the biggest gaming third party. Yeah. Cause they're above EA. Yeah. I don't, maybe Ubisoft is bigger across oh, there's the, that across the world, but <laughs> yeah, it's, that's <laughs> something that you would have never imagined could be possible, but here we are. Yeah. And there's just so much to consider with it too. I mean, you know, there's a lot rolled into there, um, a lot more than people realize. I mean, EA, I mean, Activision, well, Blizzard's been in a rough spot. Activision has kind of like a lot of their main franchises are long in the tooth, like your Call of Duties. But there's so many IPs in their back catalog. I mean, they, uh, through acquisitions, they've, absor- they've absorbed Sierra. Um, so the number of games that they, the classic franchises that they own just through Sierra alone is crazy. Um, but I think the, you know, the first big thing that comes to mind is how are they going to address the current public image of that organization? Because arguably, (laughs) I think Activision and Blizzard find themselves in a position where they are willing to accept a buyout of this nature because of everything they're reeling from in a public image standpoint. And that probably made this happen, but now Microsoft has to figure out how they're going to address um, what is clearly a poisoned business culture and align it with Microsoft, which I'm sure there's plenty of shade that goes around Microsoft, but tends to have a better, um, it would appear corporate culture. uh, And then how they're going to, deal with that i gotta imagine they're gonna fire some people i can't imagine the current ceo of activision <laughs> blizzard is going to get to keep his job after no. he takes his big payout no i mean <clears throat> honestly like that's half the reason this is done is so he like you have to imagine at some point this is a little bit selfish even on his terms to be like if i keep going the way where i'm going i'm going to get fired so let's sell the company and i can walk out the door yeah, with a billion more dollars than yeah. they already have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that and that'll be the thing. That that's the big thing I'm curious on is like obviously Microsoft knows what they're getting into and they know that they've got a huge hurdle there and an HR nightmare and employees to bring into the fold and you know, do right by. So I can't imagine what they're thinking, you know, at that point. But you know, at the same time, like, what was it? The two days following or the day following, they announced that new corporate structure for Microsoft gaming, you know, and they've got Phil Spencer leading that CEO now, which, I mean, I don't know if there's been a more respected figure in modern gaming. Um, seems genuinely passionate about it. And he seems like a really good dude. 
So I think he's the right guy for it. But it was it was nice to see that. You know, it was nice to see that layout of who was going to be executives up there running things with him and that it was a very even playing field split between females and, and males, you know, so you're not getting this like typical boys club thing that you tend to see in like large gaming companies. So I think that will probably help. Right. Especially what caused the problems here in the first place was right. all of that. I, I was thinking about that. Do you think this is the most expensive me too basic cancel <laughs> i mean that's it's it's the only reason it happened for the most part right. i would imagine yeah i mean that's that's true it's probably the most significant one yeah like i can think of a lot that you know obviously movie studios if they have to if a person's canceled they probably lose some revenue from whatever project that they're missing out on but but you don't generally lose your $70 billion business. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, just probably. crazy, just crazy out of few, you know, few dudes can <laughs> destroy a whole industry almost. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot to be hopeful for. I mean, <sighs> Blizzard has been on a downward sp downward spiral pretty much since they've joined with Activision. I feel like you know their their name has gotten besmirched. They've lost you know, and Activision has lost good people too. But it's like, can we get can can Blizzard like get the right atmosphere back and the right people in to like reinvigorate their franchises? They teased a um, survival game that they're going to be releasing. I guess that got a couple vague screenshots and no details. But you know, I I'm looking at it and like. Man, all these great companies that got rolled into the Call of Duty machine, right? Like Vicarious Visions could be pulled back out to do like cool shit again. Like Neversoft could yeah. be, yeah, Neversoft could be revived. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could have all these companies who got their souls just extinguished because they weren't allowed to work on things that they wanted and be creative. They just had to become. You know, the people who made the foliage for this new multiplayer map for call. You know what I mean? So. It's exciting. Um, whether or not any of that comes to light, I don't know, but. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, it it certainly makes Game Pass. It's beyond a good deal now. It's it's oh, it's, it's a must. It's, it's required gaming at this point. A hundred percent. Yeah. With all the potential, because like you were saying, you know, I mean, you've got you don't think about it, but it's like, Oh, they got, they have Tony Hawk. They have Tony Hawk's pro skater. Now, like they have Spyro, they have the crash bandicoot. Crash which bandicoot. Is crazy. They have Skylanders. They have guitar hero. They have leisure suit. Larry, they have, I don't know. I don't know. Phantasmagoria. What's some other Sierra. I mean, they oh, got yeah. everything. They got, they get so much stuff. So like, God, even if they just resurrected some of that stuff and did like retro, even if they, even if they just get them running on the service, you could just dump so much of that not even updated onto Game Pass. And you've now just like they basically bought this backlog of games from the last 20 years. And the majority of them are killer that people remember. Yeah. And all they all they have to do now, even if they don't do new things with them, which I hope they do and different things. But like you've just now bought your library, right? Exclusive to them. Yep. That's it's and, you know, there was like, what, four years ago when they were kind of doing it on their E3 thing about like 
how they bought like 13 different studios or something like that. And half mm-hmm. of them were just like kind of new, didn't, you know, they, they haven't really proven themselves to have too much of skill, but they'd have a hit game or something like that. But I could see that having all those like lesser known studios that they bought match them up with some random old IPs. Activision IP yeah, and just go to town. It's like a match made in heaven then, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it could be great. Um, and then the other thing too, is like, let's be real. You know, the, the news has started coming out. Well, I guess it's not really news. It's just kind of like arbitrary side conversations that like, of course, this is what people are going to say, but you know, Sony took to the media and was like, well, we certainly hope that Microsoft is going to honor the contracts we have in place. And, you know, Phil Spencer's coming out and like, of course we're going to honor the contracts. Cause yeah, nobody wants a lawsuit, but there is no fucking way that after these negotiations and these contracts come out, that Microsoft is not going to pull some of this stuff exclusively into them. It's oh just, yeah, for sure. It's not going to happen. And you know what? Phil Spencer has been out there talking for years, how games as a service is their platform. You know what? I'm not going to be shocked if in five years, Microsoft is like, nah, sorry, you don't get the next Call of Duty PlayStation. Or how about we install our Game Pass app (laughs) on your PlayStation 5? And Sony's going to have to be like, yeah, I mean, we have to because we don't have another call. You know what I mean? We don't have a killer app to compete with Call of Duty. Yeah. And I don't It's such a big bargaining chip. It's such a big bargaining chip. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I wonder which one of it will do it first. You know, they've been trying to get it on Nintendo for a real long time already, too. But I think Nintendo's going to be a tough nut to crack just because of the whole family focus and not really understanding the Internet. But I could see them weaseling their way on to PlayStation. I just there's just so much power there with all those assets. And the other thing that I'm super excited about is I, I have refused to kind of go back to world of Warcraft. Cause I don't like like the subscription model and like the game hasn't updated that much, but like I would love to see them take that. Cause like it's dying off, right? Like the, the subscription base for world of Warcraft is down, but like, I would love to see them be like, Hey, if you have game pass ultimate, guess what? Wow. was just included. You get, you get to play that for free every month. One account. You know what I mean? Right. Because they own the cloud service for, you know, so a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well, you got this huge recognizable thing that's going to die anyway. They could breathe a shit ton of new life back into it. Sell a bunch of microtransactions. Um, and I mean, Battle.net's going to have to go away, right? Like Battle.net will not continue to exist for Call of Duty and, and stuff. I would imagine there's no point. Yeah, probably not. But yeah. I mean, it's big. I mean, you think about what they're bringing in. They're going to recover that money so fast between Call of Duties and Diablo 4. And I mean, it's it's nuts. So. I read. I don't know how much it will. Do you think it will impact them this generation, though? Or do you think it's going to take like because it's not the the sale is not going to be finalized till 2023. You know, to really shift and reorganize development. I mean, that's going to be. Call of Duty is, years. For, I think it said three years, right? It's going to be three, three entries, three entries. Okay. Which they're counting as the release this year, the subsequent one next year and an overhaul to, um, 
war uh, war zone. Okay. Or what what is it? Yeah, war zone. war zone. So technically, if that's true, and those are the three, after next year's full fledged entry, they would be done with having to license them to PlayStation Five. Right. Which you know the one for next year, they're probably not going to have their hands on too long anyway. Right. It's going to be like the death loop situation all over again. Yeah. So by 2024, you could have all those exclusive. I don't think I can't imagine they would take a free to play game like Warzone and lock that down. Like I could see that just being out everywhere. Right. You know, you you know, they, you wouldn't, they didn't, they didn't take Minecraft away from PlayStation. You know, why would you? It's too ubiquitous. But it's foolish to believe that they won't keep those mainline entries to themselves at some point in the future, because why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Yeah. The question is, when does it stop? When, when does the Call of Duty money train end? I mean, that's been a question for 10 years at this point, but. Probably as soon as Battlefield starts getting good again, <laughs> which ain't which ain't happening anytime soon. I mean, I don't know. As Call of Duty's been on life support for a while, right? Like the big heyday was like the mid like 2010 era. Yeah, it's probably like peak. So, but it's still huge. I mean, it, it sells is. a shit ton still. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, don't know. So Destiny goes to Bungie, right? They Bungie owns all of that now? Yeah, it's all theirs, yep. Okay. It's already broken out, yep. So, yeah, that'll be separate. Huh. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it's staggering to think about. I wonder what David Crane thinks about Pitfall moving over to micro, being Microsoft now. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as I get... My first party re envisioning of Keystone Capers. I'm going to be a happy camper. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's crazy. the The depth and breadth of that back catalog, and the way that Activision just allowed it to all fall by the wayside for the great Call of Duty and Skylanders sagas. Oh, there's just there's so much to bring back. I mean, is that the other than, you know, like whatever Blizzard's been working on is Activision's only game. Call of Duty. I mean, kind of right. I mean, nothing, nothing else, nothing else really matters. I mean, they did that Tony Hawk thing, but then they shut down the (laughs) the developers. Right. Yeah. Which they'd be foolish not to resurrect it, right? Like Microsoft would be foolish not to commission another Tony Hawk game mm-hmm. and make that deal happen. I oh, mean, it's yeah. got to, especially if Skate 4 is actually coming out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crazy. It, it will probably be one of those moves that just sets them up better for a future you know, you know, thing because like I just don't think there's enough time for it to be super impactful this generation. Although maybe I'm wrong because I still feel like this generation hasn't started because I still can't walk into a store and buy this generation unless we're counting the Series S, which I guess you could. But yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, well, they're playing it. They're playing it a whole generation ahead of this anyway already <laughs> with Game Pass. You know, they're yeah. basically saying like this is what it's going to be. 
It's not the console. Yeah. But just think of that. Think of that as Game Pass owners. We're getting all the Blizzard games. We're probably getting like StarCraft. We're probably getting like every Diablo. I mean, this is amazing. We're getting all the Call of Duties. I wonder how EA feels about that <laughs> with their EA play integration. Yeah, I wonder if like, they're just like, ah, oh, you know about that. I think we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> but they probably like money, too, though, yeah. right? I mean, it's like, got to take it. That's going to be the next play, though, is who buys EA. It's got to be Sony. Sony doesn't try to. If, if Sony's not already talking about that. Yeah, I wonder. Think about, think about that. If you buy EA, that's every you could you could lock down all the Maddens, all the sports games. Like that's the only big boy move left. Yeah, I guess it, you could it, argue Ubisoft, but yeah, I that's nothing compared to EA. No, I could see Sony. I don't know if Sony has the money for that. Because is EA and Bioware in bed together? Yeah, they're the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's that's like yeah, that's it. That's what you have to do. I could see them going like buying Capcom or some other Japanese thing, but I don't sure that, that doesn't really right. doesn't move the move the needle the way this no. thing does. It secures you Monster Hunter, which they already had on their platforms yeah. for you know a couple generations anyway. Well, and that's the thing I've heard people say they should buy Square Enix, and it's like, I mean, Final Fantasy, the next Final Fantasy is only on playstation already so like why would why would you need to buy it if right <laughs> yeah i it's it this this is gonna shake up the dynamic i mean and it's funny that even with this acquisition that this still keeps microsoft in the number three spot right like as far <laughs> as like console i mean they, they haven't like it's huge but it doesn't like shift their market status you know what yeah. i mean um, but it will, it, it will inevitably, it, it pretty much ensures w- with everything they've acquired in the last three years, they're pretty much assuring that nobody can possibly really compete with game pass because you just cannot secure the amount of talent, mm-hmm. resources and new releases that they now have under their belt. So you've got a big fight ahead of you. I mean, if you think you're going to take that on, it's it's almost an impossibility in the near future. Yeah, it's I mean, it's not it's not even a Hulu versus Netflix thing. It's their their market share is 90 percent now, you know, so it's uh-huh. like it's Hulu versus Tubi you know, or, or, uh, Netflix <laughs> or Crackle. Versus, yeah, exactly. And Sony already Sony fucked already, that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. Yeah, just crazy. I mean, it was almost like one of those things that I couldn't believe. Like I had to like pause and be like, no, it's January, right? Not April. Uh, but man. Yeah. I mean, it, <clears throat> yeah, it's just Game Pass is already too much. Too many games on there already yeah. that I can't play, that I want to play that I can't play. Yep. Yeah, it, I mean, in in a couple of years, you're pretty much going to be guaranteed that one of the hottest new releases every month is going to be coming to you day and date with Game Pass. Yep. Like big AAA games. It's going to be crazy. Yep. Like I, 
outside of Black Friday, like I don't, I don't remember the last game I bought full price. Yeah. With game, with, yeah. you know, it was probably Nintendo, but. Yeah, Nintendo. It's nuts. Speaking of the competition, though, did you happen to look at your PlayStation like year in review thing? No, it's probably nothing. They probably like he's maybe he doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, so mine didn't work. It just is like, oh, sorry. In order to do this, you've had to contribute enough data. So it's like, oh, that's weird. Maybe I didn't use it at all. So then I tried again like a few days later and I got in and it is so laughably sad. I had 78 total hours played on that thing. Only 13 of them were online. And the most played game was Slime Rancher, (laughs) which was my kids. So that means that probably out of that 78 hours, 35 hours was Slime Rancher. And then like, yeah, I think I said I had played 13 total games over the course of a year on that thing. It's just like, wow, wow. Like that, that would have been that at one point that would have been like thousands of hours and like dozens and dozens of <laughs> games played and it would all would have been online. And now it's just like, did you forget about me? It's kind of how I felt like. Yeah, that looked. I'm sure mine is just all Beat Saber. I mean, that still gets a lot of play in this house, but yeah, well, I'm going to be playing a lot more Beat Saber, too, with my quest, too. Yeah. To get that in. I don't have to use cords anymore. You can just flail around wherever you want then. Exactly. That's my plan. So be good. Yeah. It's and there again, you know, going back to Microsoft, the reason the reason my PlayStation's our PlayStation sits is because we have Game Pass. So (laughs) Yep. It's the killer. It really is. It like I half the time it's just it's a it's a turn it on without even thinking about what you're going to play which is all well, the that's cl- the problem already sony has a problem already if that's the way i'm playing it you know yeah it's so nice too though with like all the cloud pushing like because it's so just like low effort like i can sit down with like i can sit down on the couch at like 10 30 at night and be like i don't want to wait for anything to install i just want to try something new and i can just play a game through the cloud and it works pretty damn well and then not wasting time installing anything. I'm not doing updates. I get to try a game. And if it interests me, I guess I could download it. Otherwise, well, there's 30 minutes well spent, right? Like I just, it basically becomes demos of games for me, which is yeah. awesome. I was playing like, I played like 40 minutes of some dumb downhill bike game. It played just fine on. Was streaming. it the Lonely Mountain or no? Down something. I don't know. Every, like all the colors are really flat. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, that one's that one's kind of fun. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I had a, I had an all right time with it. It was something. Well, speaking of the, I suppose I should do my uh, or Xbox update on the Halo progress. Yes. So we have completed Halo Three. That is done. Um, I hate the end of that game. Too More much than two? flood. Ah, uh, no, I I like it better than two, but. Too much flood. I hate the flood. I'm glad we fucking killed the flood in three. <laughs> like, I just don't want to deal with flood levels. Like, I like that they brought back the ending of three to basically mirror the ending of one, but like on a grander scale, you know, where it's like the whole warthog explodey thing sequence at the end. It's not as well designed, um, but yeah, that was fun. And then we immediately jumped into ODST and we got like, I don't know, 
an hour into that. And then we've just kind of paused for a while. Um, <clears throat> I forgot how like unintuitive the level design in ODST is where like you really get lost a lot um, more so than normal Halo. Really? So that's been okay. annoying, but we'll, we'll get through it. I'm actually looking forward to reach quite a bit. I'm impressed I how think, fast you're getting through them. Well, there's, they're short, right? I mean, they're like eight hours. So like on a weekend we can sit down with a couple sessions and be pretty much done. So yeah, everybody's having a good time. Three is three is probably better than I remember. Uh, I liked it. ODST is playing a lot better than I remember too. There again, I think ODST was like a one sitting thing for me. So wow. It really just kind of blew through it. <laughs> but <laughs> plays well, well. A lot of Nathan Fillion, so that's nice. Yeah. These are like these are all the uprezzed Master Chief stuff, right? Yeah. 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 Huh. Yep. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I've forgotten three too. There's like flood hunters, which are terrifying because like they'll just charge you and just like beat the shit out of you. So <laughs> Yeah, so that's where we're at. I don't know. I don't know if we'll pick it back up for a while. We've kind of stalled out on. It was a lot of Halo for a couple weekends, so we've kind of just been chillaxing. Sure. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. What have you been playing? Oh, boy. So, well, speaking of Game Pass, the one that just launched was uh, Windjammers 2. Oh, yeah. And that's uh, taken our house by a competitive storm. Well, it's the sequel 30 years in the making, right? Yeah, so. exactly. Um, if you're unaware, it's a it's basically Pong with a Frisbee, but way more involved <laughs> with the controls. And uh, there's also, I saw a terrifying, like, tingle-like edition called the Discman in this one. Yeah. Creepy as hell. I don't know how you get him. I want to figure out how to do that. I don't, but. I don't think you want to get him. You just forget that he exists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, my son is getting pretty good at it, and uh, okay, he's taken me out a few times, and it's uh it's been pretty competitive in this house. And man, that game, I don't know how you do that at a high level because there, there is so many different moves to throw you off your game. On you know, okay. That was going to be my question is like, how much more, how many more mechanics could they add in from like Windjammers, right? Like Windjammers is basically, like you said, Pong. There's not a ton to the game. Like, do they do crazy stuff in this one or what? Well, you know, they have a lot of the same stuff in it. Um, it's definitely upgrade updated graphically and all that. But um, I don't know about all of the new additions, but there's so many different um ways you can lob it or you can just like just toss it over the net or you can throw it sideways or you can curl it i mean you there's even like fighting game moves in there to make it do some crazy stuff okay um but yeah i i just don't understand how somebody could have the reaction time i guess it's the same as fighting games i guess but for the most part it comes down to were you in the right spot where I sure. put it? You know, that's pretty much how, how, how the games go, at least around here. Is there too much depth to take away from like the casual aspect? Cause I feel like the first game was like pretty bare bones. 
like the strategies are pretty simple, but like, is there more layers to this one to be, does it, could it get to the point where like the casual person just can't keep up if they were to just play random online games? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, if if you know all the controls and you can do all the controls pretty seamlessly, sure. It, I think it would be pretty easy to, to, you know, stay in line. Like, like I was saying, I think it just comes down to if you're in the right spot at the right time, most of the time. Um, yeah. And if they press the same button, it's, it's almost like a paper, rock, scissors type thing, you know, where okay. you just ended up picking the right thing and the, the other person picked the wrong thing, you know, with a lot of the moves. That's how that, that's, that's my experience with it so far, but, um, sure. My wife and my daughter who are not, don't know where they're themselves around the controller as much, not as quick with the buttons. Um, they definitely have fallen behind a little bit. Whereas right away it was, you know, a button mashing fest where, you know, half the time you won, half the time you lost. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of strategy. That's for sure. But, um, sure. And it's still a one V one game. There's no like doubles mode or anything. Nope. Okay. I don't remember if the, the uh, first one had it, but they definitely do some weird stuff with the courses. Some courses change the point values pretty dramatically. Some of them are random point values. Some of them are like have things in the middle that they bounce the discs back and forth. And there was some stuff in the middle on the first one. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I like wind jammers. I, I'm not as nuts as like some people are. I mean, people over at Giant Bomb, maybe, but um, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't know how 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 much legs this will have, but you know, at least launch week. It's been a lot of fun every yeah. night. And who puts that out? Uh, I think it was Dot Emu or whatever. So like the guys that have been doing all the Wonder Boy stuff and. Okay. Yeah. All those revivals. Cool. Yeah. But that's, that was one that I saw when it was coming to game passes. Like I'll have to check that out, but just have not gotten around to it yet. Yeah. That's a perfect game pass game too. Cause it, I don't think it's, I mean, it, it's not that much different from the original. Sure. It's got it's a nice something coat that of you'd paint. Like, you'd probably question even dropping 30 bucks on, but the fact that it's like, there to pick up yeah yeah you're right yep, exactly but yeah, no that makes sense controls are tight and they definitely nailed a lot of that i think so it works nice yeah awesome. and yeah the other one that me and my wife played through was uh it takes two how do you like that was it the game of the year i think so what? I think this is one of the most underrated games that has come out in the recent memory. I can't and, tell and if you're being serious. No, or if you're... I am being 100% serious. I don't know if it's the people that, the, the you know, the gaming media that I pay attention to almost unequivocally just kind of dismissed it. And then you're like, how did it win game of the year? So I don't know if I'm just not hearing the other people that really played through it and loved it. Okay. 
And I think, I think it's massively underrated. And the people that said, wow, how did that win game of the year? Didn't play it. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> I was the same way. I'm like, how did that thing win? You know, like right. it's, just, it's just some co-op game, whatever. The thing about that game is it changes every like 20 minutes into a completely different game almost for for the entire length of the game and it's it, it's really uh, i think it was like 10 hours maybe somewhere around there yeah it's a little bit long for a co-op game to you know find the time to do that um but the amount of times that they refresh what you're doing and how they're doing it, how they're stylizing it, what they're doing in between those parts. It's, it's, it's just crazy how they put it all together and pulled it together. Um, I, I guess the example would be, I mean, we all played Unravel, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a good enough game. But like picture that being a 20 minute game. And then you moved on to another game and to another game doing, you know, every 20 minutes, it's just like Unravel, but it's a different game and it's got different mechanics to it, different references to other games in it. I don't know. How, how did they explain that in the story, though? Like, how do you weave all that? Re, uh, if it's constantly changing, like what's the narrative that strings that together, I guess? It's the uh, worlds, mostly. Um, and how you're navigating the worlds a lot of times. So like you'll be doing, you know, a platformer or something like that. And then it'll turn into a puzzle section. And most levels have like a gimmick that you have, you know, one time I'll be like, you have a hammer and one person has a hammer. The other person has a nail and. Okay. Some, the whole, you know, part of the level and puzzles all, you know, wrote just work off those but then you'll get thrown into like a boat and you have to shoot things in the boat and then one person has to row and i don't know it it's really impressive what they did and pulled it together the story is super lame and the <laughs> the talking book is so annoying well, that doesn't sound like game of the year material to me then. after after so long it's really annoying but um, and I could see why if you played the first level or the first two levels, you'd be like, okay, I know what this is. This is just unravel. This is just one of those, but it really turns into a whole lot more. Huh? Well, okay. I'll have to give it a shot. I did see that somebody made like, um, accessibility 3d printed, um, attachments. For the PlayStation 4 controller, so you can print a left and right-handed version of that, so you can actually play on. Uh, it takes two by yourself. So. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. That would be yeah. that would be interesting. It's just a it's a really cool. I'm sure the I'm sure the 3D printing models out there free to grab, but yeah, it just uh, redirects like your bumpers and your D-pad button to the other hand, and then allows you to steer the other thumbstick using like your thigh or whatever so um it probably wouldn't be the most enjoyable way to 
play no. a two-player game by yourself, but you could. You could take only one, is what <laughs> you're saying. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't take two. That's, that's so the I, sequel. I didn't play a lot of A Way Out. I tried playing a little bit with uh-huh. my wife, and she just wasn't into it that much. Even um, after the penis? I didn't, exactly. didn't suck her in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the but the thing about that is, I think there there is some similarity in that game. I kind of remember one person doing something totally different. Yeah. While the other person does something. Yeah. Totally different, and a lot a lot of this game has some of that where both players are doing two different things. Right. To accomplish Alternate the same paths, thing. right? Like, yeah, right. you got one person working across the top of the bridge, another person going underneath. And yep. yep. yeah, I, I, I get some of that, but then you also kind of feel gypped as the other person, right? It's like, well, the thing you're doing looks like way more fun than the thing I'm doing. <laughs> so then you're yeah. kind of pissed, you know? Yeah. And a way out did not come to like, and maybe that's why I'm so dismissive of it takes two, is because a way out just did not come together for me in any grand or meaningful way it just yeah. kind of became a, a slog and tons of technical difficulties in a way out i mean it that game crashed on me in several ways oh sure um so maybe they that's were where trying I was to hesitant. do kind of like a realistic story where this is yeah this is almost like dreamlike like some of the levels it's it, you're in a spot in the house technically but okay it's a very embellished version of that. Okay. Um, so I think it's a lot more creative and they go a lot more that direction. Um, and there's a, just a lot more, um, I don't know, way out. It just, there was a lot of like tension, I guess, more than anything. The little bit that I played, you had to really like, you kind of got anxious about what the other person was doing and if yeah. they would get it done in time and stuff like that. And this is not anywhere close to that. It's more having fun. I mean, half there's like 60 different mini games that you can do between like shuffleboard and like tug of war. It's just like all these little games that you come up to and be like, Hey, let's do this and see who wins. You know, it's just like little competitive games. Hmm. Just like built into the narrative. Yeah, well, they're just kind of laying around, like in the house. You would, you know, okay. come across this. Nice. Well, maybe I need to give it a chance. I guess. Yep. I mean, it's on Game Pass, right? I'm not out anything. I might as well try it. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of trying it, we tried. We challenged each other to come up with some game lists based on our last couple episodes top 100 lists and we had agreed at the end of last episode that we would come up with our 21 top 21 games of all time <clears throat> did you did you rise to the challenge i did i picked 21 and it was really hard it was really hard once you get out of like the first five then you start thinking like man where do i go from here I was trying to figure out where I put It Takes Two on this list, but didn't quite make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel pretty good about my top 10. The rest of it just kind of all goes to hell. And like, I don't know. It's a, some of these games, I, I, I pretty much can't 
necessarily back up where they ended on the list or being on the list at all. But how do how do we want to do this? Do we should we go back and forth? Do we count down or do we count up? I think we count up. Okay, so we're starting at twenty one. Yeah, back and forth. Okay, I'll let you go first. What is your twenty first game? So, uh, I had about like fifteen different games to cut. And then I'm like, well, if 15 are good enough for number 21, I might as well pick the one that's the funniest. Okay. And uh, the one that would piss you off the most. So I uh, picked a (laughs) Nintendo 64 game. No! How dare you? What is it? Pokemon Snap. Okay. Wow. Which is... Which is funny that I would pick that above some of the other ones. But yeah, and why not the new Snap? Isn't that an improved version? It is. is it? it is very much, but I just put so many hours into that 64 game that I couldn't. I don't know. I There's not many games that I've tried to actually perfect things in. Usually okay. I'm the type of thing that I beat the game, I'm on to something else. I'm not an achievement hunter or any of that shit. But that was one game that I really did over and over and over trying to get better pictures. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think that pick pisses me off less than if you'd have put like Mario 64 on there. <laughs> so six, I mean, I think Mario 64 is a better game, but yes, not on Ocar- our list. It's not Ocar- Ocarina of time is probably a better game than Pokemon snap, but not, That's not, not here. <laughs> no, not on our lists. So I went with one, which actually ties into what you were talking about, because I don't shut the hell up about this game. And I know most people don't agree with my assessment of it, but for 21, I put Brothers Tale of Two Sons, because I just really like that game a lot. <laughs> it's me in the feels. <laughs> it, argue, it, it objectively doesn't belong in a top 100 list of video games, but it, that that game landed with me in a real good way the first time I played through it, so... And I've played through it many times since. That's it's, yeah, it's a good it, game. Yeah. And it, it's pretty much it takes two, but you just need one. Mm-hmm. It's like it is. That was the first game, right? From that guy. Uh, the first one that really caught on, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One that I know anyway. So, yeah, that's I will say, you know, all that one nailed. The exactly what they were going for with the story. Whereas, you know, feels. Yeah. Yeah. The other stuff so far has not. That's like, the, I think it's the only video game I've played, like where the narrative and like what I knew they were going to make me do, like actually choked me up. Like I almost cried a little when like I realized I was going to have to play as like, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but like, yeah. It, Did you, ending, you, knew, you knew that that's how they were going to handle it? Well, I, I knew as I walked up to it, like once I got to where I was going to get, I was like, oh, I know what I need to do here. And like. That's, oh, sure. That option's off the table, so like clearly, they're gonna make me do this, and like the way yep. they executed it was just, yeah, crushing. It was good, so good. Yeah, that's a good game. Good pick. How about twenty? Twenty Sonic Two. Oh, I had to put, had to put a Sonic on here. I'm surprised. Nothing. I don't think anything Sega made into my top twenty. <laughs> Sonic yeah. Two. That's not surprising. I I mean. I mean, if you're going to pick one, Sonic 2 is probably the most notable one, right? Like everybody's spent yeah. the most time on that. 
it was even such now, a big though, game. Even now, though, I'll play Green Hill Zone and then I'm like, yeah, shut it right. off and be like, yep, that's my Sonic <laughs> 2. I love Sonic 2. Yeah, those that's first only- three levels are just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. So mine is like, just because I, I had to fit this in this list somewhere, um, because how can you not? I, I put Resident Evil 4. Um, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know that like that's even necessarily my favorite personal Resident Evil game, but like that perfected a style and like changed that game franchise in a pretty pivotal way that it has not matched since. So, and it's been ported to every fucking platform under the sun <laughs> in the last 20 years. So yeah, Resident Evil four, which I've heard is the one on the quest is supposed to be amazing. Oh, the virtual one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, give me some else supposed to, to be one of the killer apps for that. Yeah. Resident Evil four. It's a yeah. good playing game. Like even as jar- it, 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 that one sticks out too. Cause it was just so jarring. Like that weird, like pseudo over the shoulder perspective. Like no third party games just didn't do that. Like it felt wrong and then you got used to it and then, and then everything else did. didn't feel right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So yeah. Resident yeah. Evil is so weird because the way it has ebbed and flowed the entire series, you know? Yeah. You get to three and everyone's like, yeah, and whatever. And then four, it's like, oh, shit. And then, and then six five comes and six out. And people yeah. are like, no, we don't want this. And now it seems like it's back pretty hard. Yeah. yeah well, Village is apparently quite good. Uh, maybe one day when it comes to Game Pass, we'll find out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's, what's your 19? Uh, my 19 is... Just so we're clear here, these are our lists, not. <laughs> yes, this is what we would personally pick for the top 21 games of yeah. all time. Mine is uh, Gran Turismo 3, which is another game that it, it might be one of the highest played games that I ever <laughs> played. Three um, was PlayStation 3? No, PlayStation two. 2. It was two. near the launch of PS2. I basically yeah. got it with my PS2. and That's right drove that disc to the ground yeah actually the controller i busted the controller because i missed a lap time by 0.001 or whatever you know <laughs> well luckily you probably had some other old controllers from your playstation one so you could plug those in <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i mean i can't argue with a grand theft or a grand turismo game being on the list because you maybe don't think about it now, but like those were so prevalent in, you know, a 15 year span of like consoles that everybody played those to death. I mean, right. I, I attribute those games to me hating racing games for the most part to this day, because I just spent so much time playing Gran Turismo games like the, I, I just lived for it, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that's I think it was the right time. I mean, that was it was Fast and the Furious. I was 16. PS2 just came out with Gran Turismo. Like, that's pretty much it was the perfect storm for that game. Now I play a Gran Turismo game, and it is it seems like the most boring, blandest thing <laughs> possible. But it seemed so realistic and lifelike back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I mean it. It still is amazing to awe that it's like holy shit. You guys punt put a ton of work into this. Hmm. But why? Why do you have elevator music 
on your <laughs> screen. Like, why can't I put a dent just, in my car? Like, that, yeah, that's what always just, pissed me uh, off. Yeah. Speaking of that, like, I there's one thing that I remember in that game is there was a way to mod a car. I mean, this is early internet stuff, so you figure out ways to cheat the system. There was some car that you could affect the aerodynamics to the point where uh, it just it was just doing a wheelie the whole time. And uh, you'd put it on like the Daytona track, just the circle of NASCAR track. Give it like 2000 horsepower or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, put a rubber band and a penny on the gas button. And just grind. Just let her fly. I was just, I was just, yep. It was just grinding that, the rail (laughs) on the outside wall. (coughs) For a four or five hour. (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) Brace. And uh, I get my credits. It's one way to do and it. That, and that's that's one of the top games. <laughs> the game that I didn't even play. The ga- yeah, the game that I cheesed so I didn't have to play. That's awesome. Uh, so my 19, I just felt like it had to be on this list somewhere. Because um, it is so good. I, I, I put Beat Saber. I know that like a VR game probably wow. doesn't belong on the top anything, but like. It is just such a good game and so fluid and like the perfect example of what that medium should be that I had to go with it. Hey, that's, I'm surprised that you, you that's on your list and it didn't make mine, which oh, is not. Really? Yeah. I thought yeah. you'd have it higher. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't even really consider it just cause it's, it's almost like exercise at this house now. So it's like not even a game anymore, <laughs> but <laughs> now, now you hate it, huh? Yeah. Speaking of that, we bought Ring Fit. Like my whole family's been going to town on that. Everybody likes yeah. it. it. Seems yeah. to be a pretty good workout, actually. Yeah, those squats. Yes, I haven't done them, but I've witnessed my children doing the squats. So yeah. Well, what's your uh, what's your eighteen? My eighteen is Dragon Quest Eight, which is the wow. one that I played the most of. That's also a PS2 game. Played a lot of that game. Loved you sure it. You're to not death. Japanese uh probably not i mean what am i so far four for four with japanese games i guess Mm. i'll break that pretty soon but um that game is the game's good i think the japanese actually probably don't like that one but i'm not sure yeah it's no no Nobunaga's ambition that's for sure (laughs) exactly Uh... that's like one of the first games that i printed out the entire game facts really uh guide for that my my mom was pissed your old like at home printer so like you blew through like all yeah your it was like an entire and... yeah it was like an entire inkjet thing you know because it was like i don't know how many hundreds of pages to get through oh my gosh plus you know all the bullshit on those back back in the day they did all that ascii art bullshit on those yep. game facts. So it would be like every other page was just some <laughs> dumbass shit on it, you know? Complete That's, waste of space. But And then I suppose you didn't double side them either. So then you made it like twice <laughs> as thick. And so you burned through a bunch of paper plus all the ink. Yep. How dare you, Andy? Uh so my 18. I don't know like it belongs up here. I don't know how strongly I feel for it, but 
Half-Life 2 I put at 18. Yeah. It was a pretty pivotal game as far as like physics and video games go. And I did like it a lot. I got to it a little bit later than most, but it's the foundation for Portal. So. Yeah. Well, maybe not. That uh, maybe not be true. Wasn't Portal like an independent team that they acquired and then they like took their physics engine? Yeah. I mean, it was based on that. Yeah. Stuff, I guess. That gravity gun or whatever. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've never played it. I don't think really? I've... No. Okay. It's just one of the... That's always been the, the... I was out of the PC stuff when that came out. And uh, just, you know, you hear about it, just never went back and played it, I guess. Yeah. It's... I don't know if it necessarily holds up as well today, but yeah, that it was pretty, pretty damn good campaign. So. Yeah, I think it, I would probably like it. Right in my second so my, list. What's your 17? My 17 is going to be controversial. Uh-oh. It's Bioshock Infinite. Really? Yes. I contemplated a Bioshock game, but I did not go with one. And this is the one I haven't played, but I've always been told I should. Yeah, so... That game had so many critical regard when it came out, and I feel like everybody on Earth has turned on that game and said it's awful. And I really, to me, I just I still hold that game in just a tremendous regard, especially the ending. the The ending is very much up there with a Christopher Nolan twist type Jeez. ending. Yeah. Which I very much appreciate. Something I didn't, I would, I, you know, blew my mind when I saw it. What is the twist? You're not actually in the sky at all. You've been in inside the center of the earth. Oh, it's, don't, don't ruin it for me. Don't yeah, ruin there's me. there's like three different twists in the game. The ending um, is, I mean, I guess the ending, if anything, it's a little bit too grand for its own good, but I like it. Well, I should just. I should just jump in because it's not like it matters if I played through two, right? Like the story isn't really carrying over. No, so. no. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got, I don't think it even matters that much with the first one other than it just talks about a lighthouse, you know, which is like, okay. well, that's the first one too, you know, right. You've played well, that one though, right? Yeah. The first I, one, yeah. You've played through the first one. Yep. Yep. Good which game. also has a big twist ending too, but Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my 17 is probably doesn't need much, much explanation. This is the start of my M series of games <laughs> where everything starts with an M for the next few, but I went with Mario Kart eight. I have put a lot of time into that game with my kids and I put a lot of time into it on the Wii U. <laughs> it's just a really good Mario Kart. The ultimate. Yeah. The, now it's deluxe. The cars drive for you. So what's what's your sixteen? Uh it's my uh let's see, sixteen is Super Mario 3D World. I don't agree with that being that low on the list. It should be higher. I yeah. Are we talking vanilla or are we going with the Bowser's Fury? I haven't played Bowser's Fury, so I can't. 
I don't know if I could add that. I mean, I guess I can. It's the same game, right? So, right. sure, that one would be better because it's just got a little bit more stuff in it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't argue with that. I love that game. So, I it's a really I, good game. I have always said that it it does not get enough attention. It pisses me off that Odyssey was more well received than 3D World because it's bullshit. But yeah, I agree. So we're on we're on sixteen, right? Yeah, sixteen. Um, I went with Metroid Prime. I I could have put a, a other Metroid games in here, and I think most people would. But there's some about Prime looking and playing great on the GameCube because people forget how powerful the GameCube was back in the day, like among its peers, and just like that complete reinvention of of the because that's like it had been so long since there'd been a Metroid game and it's like in your head right that was that's what I was playing on the Nintendo that's what I was playing in those like yep. shitty pixeled graphics it was just like this amazing like hey they fully interpreted what my eight-year-old brain was thinking so yeah I mean that's one of the few examples of that you know yeah that's so I don't know that that's the one that needs to be in the top 21 but I, I I have a pretty strong connection with it. So this next one, I'm probably going to piss you off with, but what's your 15? <laughs> uh, I've got the Witcher three for number 15. Okay. Um, that game is so expansive. I, th- there's very few games that I got as sucked in to of just the side stories and the side quests of that game it was one of those games where you just head in direction and you follow the leads and whatever side quests you follow and get, you know, end up on your list. And it was, the story was enthralling no matter what you did, what direction you went. It was just, it was really good. And, uh, I hope they make another good one. Yeah. We'll see. No, I can't argue with that. After, after, after cyberpunk, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything bad about Witcher 3, so it's definitely not a game I would play. It's too big and too long, but other than that. That's what she said. Um, (laughs) So my number 15, (laughs) I kind of had to. It's weird, but I I, I went with Monster Hunter World. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) That game really became a big thing for me. Well, for both of us for a while. Yeah. Uh, And I... I can't quite shake it. Like it, it, I really liked what I did there and then I really got burnt out on it. But man, that game gets its hooks in you. Yeah. It's, I, it's fucking broken and weird and in dumb ways, but man, it, it's so satisfying. Like the highest highs in gaming for me. Yeah. And that's, it's it's one of those weird games that it's like like you said kind of broken half the time and you're just like why is this this way and they're just like because it's monster monster hunter it's designed to be that way and it's right. like yeah there's no practical well, answer it's just because uh, yeah and there's cats that cook your food like i can watch that shit all day long <laughs> yeah. it's amazing if they yeah. would have cut if they would have cut the grind toward the end game in that just a little bit i would have 
I would have kept going, but I know I really wanted to play Iceborne, and I just like I couldn't bring myself to new get back in there and know I had to like level cap enough to like do that because I really did want to do that expansion, but I just yeah that where you and I plateaued and like the new game plus stuff was just like it was so defeating, you know. Just you can only take so many attempts like that, and you're just like, no, I don't want to go back and. Like regrind for the right set of gear for mm-hmm. this, and but I mean, also that that was part of what made it awesome too. It just it just became exhausting. Yeah, well, it's <clears throat> it's the same reason I can't I can't do any Souls games anymore. Really, right. either is just you know you can't just put forty minutes in and not know if you're gonna get anywhere. You know. Yeah, yeah, and that was like that's it. Like when you log in for like an afternoon session and like three hours. I've accomplished nothing other than frustration. You're just like, Fuck or you this. finally, you finally get the monster that you want and you finally kill him. And then it's like, Oh, we, we just randomly didn't give you the, right, the stuff the that you wanted. You yeah. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. So what's 14 for you? <clears throat> Mine is not monster world. I'll tell you that it's uh <laughs> red dead redemption. First one, right? The very first one. Um, I thought that I, would have been higher for you. You always talk about how much you love that one. I do. Um, it's my favorite Rockstar game. Okay. But there, there's parts of it that get a little bit too long. Uh, but the story, I really love that story. In that first game. Uh, and I wanted like the second one, but they we i don't know if we ruined it ourselves yeah <laughs> the way we played it but i think there's some pretty bad stuff in there as well now with the first one did you hang around long enough for like the dlc stuff like did you do undead nightmare and all that no. or you already moved off yeah so i already moved off of that and uh it's always kind of been a bummer i always wanted to go back and try that but you know how those things go right um uh, yeah i you know it's one of those things where it's like okay it's not any bearing on what the original story was. There might be some characters, but there's right. the the whole idea of like an old West zombie take though, like kind of seems intriguing. So yep. Might be one of those things to put on the back burner and get to one day. Um, so my 14 is like, I don't know. This is kind of an obligatory one. Cause I felt like I couldn't not have it because of the significance. Not that it's maybe my favorite, but Minecraft to put it 14. It's just, how does Minecraft not make it in the top 20, I guess? It's so, like, fundamental to the last 20 years of gaming, I feel like. Yeah. I even, even though I'm not huge on it. Has there ever been, I don't know if I've met somebody who played an hour or two of Minecraft and be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. No, it's, you know, right. you get into it and you're into it for a while and it chews yeah. you up and it spits you out after a while. but. Right. Yeah, just, it, it always turns into like multi-day builds and like oh, just one more thing and yeah. Yep. It's really good. And it's it thing is it's like changed so much in these last couple of years that like some of it's almost unrecognizable to me because I just haven't kept up with any of it. But you know, the whole crafting systems over all the whole ecosystem stuff and all the nether and there's a lot, a lot more new stuff. Oh yeah. 
And then you get into the paid stuff. Yes. In, in the stores and all the mods and it's just. Yeah. Everyone gets a Master Chief skin now, but that's it. You got to pay <laughs> yep. for everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 13. What do you got? I have uh, Skyrim. So I'm just kind of knocking out all my <laughs> big open world games right now. Yeah. Um, Another one that I don't think people could argue with too much. No. It's indisputable. So my 13 was Super Mario 3D World. Hey. With Bowser's Fury. With Bowser's Fury. Okay. Yeah. That had to be that had to be on my list. Well, that's that's why mine was lower. Mine didn't have the Bowser's Fury part in yeah, it. So. Yeah, there you go. You screwed that up. <laughs> how about how about 12? <laughs> 12. I have Portal 2. Ooh. That's a good that, one. That is probably the funniest game I've ever played. For as much as I brag that one up too, like that did not make my top 21. It, it almost did, but I decided to put Half-Life 2 instead. So. Yeah. But Portal 2 is great. Yeah. And the co-op. Have you, have you played the co-op stuff in there? No. That's got and, some really creative puzzles for co-op in that game as well. It's like a whole other thing. Portal 2, correct me if I'm wrong, but that holds the distinction of being like the last actual console game that Valve put out too, right? Because like Half-Life oh. Alex, Half-Life Alex doesn't really count. Right. So that yeah, was I, it. I think so. Which is nuts. Because Left 4 Dead 2 was before that, I think. Yeah. Because that, that was 360 era. Yeah, it's yeah, been that I long did. since Valve gave a shit about making games. It's funny that now that you say that, I remember during E3 that year that they had Gabe Newell out on PlayStation 3 talking about it and how they were bringing Steam logins and whatever, some Steam stuff to PlayStation 3. And I don't think anything ever no. really became other than maybe, you know, all the account login that you see in any EA and Ubisoft game now. But Right, the annoying part. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> yeah. That's nuts. Damn it, Valve. Um, so my number twelve. It's it's gonna be a weird one for most people, but I put I put Tony Hawk Pro Skater two. I just fucking love that game. <laughs> yep, it's a, my favorite one in the series. Like I and I mean when I say Tony Hawk Pro Skater two, I mean like the Dreamcast or PlayStation version. The remaster one is good, but it's not. They changed some stuff. Like I just like plain vanilla. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. That shit's good. <clears throat> Number 11. We're getting down to the top 10 here pretty quick. Yeah. If you can believe it, I think this might... Uh, I guess not. Persona 4 would be my number 11. And you so are I'm, just part Japanese, aren't you? Yeah, just knocking out these Japanese ones. Um, that game... Man, I played that when it was on PS2. The, you know, it was like the last game for PS2. That's what I was going to ask is like, which Persona 4? Like Golden, Golden Plus, Golden Puppy, Fluff Edition? Like, no. And that game's gotten a lot of ports. No, I played that on my, on my PS2 that was basically dying, basically dead <laughs> at that point. Slim or did you have a fat boy? No, it was still a fat guy. Yeah. Um, and the disk drive didn't work, so you had to have this like thing that worked that like popped it open. It was it was a whole th deal, but 
yeah, that game I played incessantly because that story is really good. And it's just the style of that game. It was so cool. Sure. I could see that. I mean, that series is wildly popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so my number 11, uh, even though I haven't kept up with it, just the sheer amount of like time that this game took over my life, I, I put Rocket League. Um, yeah. because I basically only played Rocket League for about 18 months of my life and I played it every day. Um, and it's, it's that good, right? Like it, it's, it's the perfection of video game personified, right? It's, it's, it's simple. You don't, it's easy to pick up, difficult to master. It's just, and it's a dumb thing that could only exist in video game format and it shouldn't work. Um, to it's three, the three it wind jammers. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Rocket League for sure. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's weird to put a game like that, though, where you know that like it's only good because of the online component. Like that's where I kind of struggle with like greatest games of all time, because it's like. Eventually, that part that makes it great goes away, theoretically, but. I don't know. Yeah, you wonder, you know, there's still <sighs> like weird server things that keep old like Age of Empires shit going, you know, so I wonder. If it'll yeah. ever get to that point where there's like some weird hack hacker that's keeping Rocket League alive or something like that. Could be. I mean, if we've still got communities keeping like the Dreamcast going and you know right. it's gotta happen. All right, so we're in the top ten. What 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 what's your number ten at? Super Mario World. Which which is the top Mario top mario on my list oh man this, i think this means that three isn't going to be higher in that list three is three does not make the list <gasps> you son of a bitch <laughs> all right well I'm, I'm coming in with a heavy hitter too i put um the legends of zelda link to the past so all right yeah so we got a couple uh super nintendo staples on there and now a number nine i have tony hawk too <laughs> really yeah you put Tony Hawk 2 higher. higher than me yes. no shit I, I I thought about doing it in the top 10 and I thought you'd think I was crazy but nice I I think I like three a lot more than you do right yes. I almost I almost put that on there too <coughs> but pretty much all the PS2 ones I really love as well but two is just the classic yeah and that soundtrack yeah nice I'm proud of you good choice so my number nine, I put um, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Is how do you not have a celebration <laughs> of Nintendo's history in your top ten, right? Holy shit! Does this mean can Crash make it in now? Because Microsoft has put their shit in there now. Ah, but they're not making it's too late now, one, right? Yeah, damn it! Why didn't this happen earlier? Hmm. Mm. Alright, number eight. I've got Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid 3. Nice. You're, you're Which, agreeing with those lists where 3 is now like the big one, huh? I, oh, I love 3. 5 is very good too, but I, is, 5 is probably one of my favorite just gameplay games. Sure. It's not a very good Metal Gear game, I would say, but, um, three whole package i don't know what it was about that that had me completely entranced i don't know why the cold war and all that shit would have held my attention but 
the camo stuff was so cool to me. I have a confession to make. Um, as you know, I, I very much love Metal Gear games one and two. I bought three and I never made it out of the opening jungle segment. Because between like the animals eating me and like <laughs> this choke point with like a rock, a shrub and a guard, I could not. I couldn't I couldn't get past that one spot and it pissed me off because I know what the fuck I'm doing in Metal Gear games. And then I just put it down and everyone back. So like I oh. only ever played about 90 minutes of Metal Gear. Oh, so man. So, so that there's this one boss old man with the sniper that boss it's like an hour and some long it's, it's, it just takes forever it's the most tension filled i've ever been in a video game and it's just an old guy who could randomly shoot you if you're not paying attention nice. and i don't know what it was about that but i thought it was the coolest thing <laughs> there's also i mean the, the the whole easter egg which is probably pretty well known now but I didn't know this when I played it, but you can, he can die of old age. So, no, the uh, old man, the old man boss. Oh, okay. If you set your clock forward on your PS2, he just dies just because he's old, too old. And and you don't have to play him at all? Yep. You just pass him. You just beat the boss. (laughs) Love it. All right, so my number eight probably shouldn't be that surprising. I put Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah, that's a real good first-person shooter. I mean, that revolutionized the genre on it's consoles. Not Goldeneye, but yeah, I mean, Goldeneye gets a lot of credit for the <laughs> multiplayer, like the couch co-op. But I think what Halo did to modernize first-person controls for consoles oh, yeah. and like the two-stick setup, like. I mean, there's a reason that we haven't gone back from that since. So, <laughs> yeah. All right, number seven, what you got? Uh, that's where I put Minecraft. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, had to have it, I had to have it on here as well. And yeah. it's, I, it might be one of those games that, surprisingly, that I can go back to and still really get into for a little bit again. A lot of these games on my list were a time and place that I was really into and I would never dream of putting another minute into, but Minecraft's the one. Nice. Yeah. So my number seven, I did uh Metal Gear Solid. So I like I like the first one. I that that hit just right. Like at the age I was when that came out and you know, it was it was a porn, a popcorn, not porn, a popcorn, <laughs> you know, it was a popcorn action movie in video game formats, like made for adults and teens. And it wasn't just, I don't know, that, that blew my fucking mind. Like it was, it, it's the thing that probably made me realize that I could continue to play games. Like I think if Metal Gear Solid hadn't landed when it did, I probably would have just like aged out of gaming, right? Like it just wouldn't like it just felt like at that point it hadn't evolved yet into like a a more <clears throat> adult oriented thing. And right. that one that one really hit home. Well, and say what you will about Kojima or whatever and Konami, 
but they let him do what he wanted to do. And like you said, it's not, Konami wasn't saying like, hey, this we got to sell this to kids. This is kids stuff. I mean, there's no way if you're like, okay, we're going to market this to kids and then ha- try and have it be popular with probably the vast majority of gamers at that point still. Yeah. And then have that much like codex talking and <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, that that's game, true. You know? Right, right. Well, and then you talk about that, like the memorable thing, like discovering Merrill's codec frequency based on the back of the box. And, you know, you talked about the boss in three that dies of old age and you had like the psycho mantis battle where you had to, you know, you read your save files and you had to switch the controller ports. Which is funny because when I played that, I didn't have any Konami stuff on my. Yeah, I didn't either. So he didn't, that didn't blow my mind as much as other people have said, but no, the controller thing blew my mind though. Yeah. That one did. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like the whole tension and like saving Meryl and yeah, I don't know. It was good. I, I, that's one of those games though that like as much as I appreciate it, like that, I don't know that it holds up as, as much as it, you know, as this is some on this list, but do you think that, do you think a remake would do that? Or is it just that's that story's been done and it's yeah, over? I think it's been done and I don't think the I don't think the gameplay has enough substance to it to like really make it worth a remaster, in my opinion. But yeah. I mean, I guess they kind of did, right? Twin Snakes is Sure. But some people say that it's like worse, like they broke a bunch of I don't know. I've still never played it. I've never played it either, yeah. One of these days. All right, right what's your number six? Number six, I have Civilization Four. Oh man, didn't even consider a Civ game, but this might be my only computer game on here. Which <laughs> is kind of funny. Yeah, I can see that though. Those games are so addictive. Yeah, I. Uh, that was definitely one of those things where I uh, was going to school on three or four hours of sleep because <laughs> you were up till three in the morning. Because Working it's on just campaigns. one more turn, one more yeah, turn. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And that, the fact that that, you know, you think of that genre of game, like how most of those things like have just kind of petered off and become relics. And the fact that the Civ series has continued to just kind of transcend into like consoles and like continues to get releases regularly. It's pretty impressive. It's like one of the only, it's, it's the only type of game like that, that still is, I guess, actively in pop culture to this day. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy that I think Sega just put one out this year. That's pretty much wholesale ripoff. Oh, really? Called uh humankind. And I played one round of that and it was fun. It's, I mean, it's the same thing, but I, th- I think I just don't have the time. I, I, I know I would get too sucked in and can't afford to put that much time into those things anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. Um, so my number six, I went with Tetris. It's kind of a boring answer, but <laughs> Tetris is pretty foundational, like in the puzzle time frame. Plus I was one of those kids that got the, the game boy with the Tetris pack in. And you know, that was, that was my one game for a long time. And to this day, there are people I, I'm convinced that owned Game Boys and that they just, it was a Tetris machine. Like they never knew it did anything else. You know what I mean? <laughs> so 
it's I somehow missed I mean I knew of the game but I missed the total all out craze of that yeah I suppose I mean given your age it was kind of blown over you know you yeah, just but enough for me that I don't know what it was if just like a lot of my friends just weren't into it because I mean I played a lot of Kirby's Dreamland and yeah. Super Mario Land 2 and you know those early staples of Game Boy games but I don't know why Tetris didn't I mean I knew of Tetris I just wasn't a Tetris oh can gosh. be a tough sell too to kids too because Tetris is the game that mom and dad and grandma and grandpa played also right you know what I mean yeah and then like how appealing is that if you're a kid <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to play the thing my parents like <laughs> But yeah, I can, I still have memories of like having to go downstairs and tell my dad to stop playing my Game Boy because I couldn't fall asleep because I could, all I could hear was the Tetris, like, and did it and like in, coming from the, coming from the main level of the house because he's up playing my Game Boy at like 1130 at night, you know? So yeah, it, it definitely got its hooks in a lot of people. Yeah. Which is, which is weird because Tetris effect is really the first Tetris game that really got you really got me just took VR. huh? Yeah, pretty much. I still have yet to play that. I bought that on a sale. Uh, That was part of my PlayStation wrap up too, was hours played in VR zero. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. So we're getting, we're getting in the, the top five here. Pretty exciting stuff. What's what's your number five? My five is, uh, I got Zelda the Wind Waker as my number five. Oh my God. I'm now really embarrassed that I don't have Wind Waker in this list. Because <laughs> I also love that game a whole lot. And I, it didn't even cross my mind. It's, yeah, it's, pretty easy. It's, it's pretty easy to forget some of those games, but that, man, that game. Yeah. Especially if you were one of the people who got it when it came out and loved it and played through it while everyone was telling you what a stupid piece of shit it was. <laughs> and now, and you can live with yourself knowing that like, fuck you. I liked it in like 2001. And like, I know it's cool now in 2021 to think of wind waker is the greatest game ever, but the wind waker was not considered the greatest game no. ever when it, people hated it. Yeah. Was that your experience? Did you get it like right near launch and yeah, you get to do it? I got it somewhere near launch. I mean, I was still, I would say I was more, I would prefer that art style when I was yeah. that age. I would still prefer that art style than the, uh, even some of the stuff in like Ocarina of Time was like too creepy for me. Sure. I didn't like, um, so I definitely liked the wind waker cartooniness a little bit more mm-hmm. but the game itself like i don't know i mean it definitely is easier than all the other ones yeah but i don't know i really like the the you know cartography part of it quite a bit yeah um how each little island is its own world so yeah. cool and a lot of people like shit on like the the wasted time and sailing and exploration, but I think that was kind of the thing that like made me like it more was like I'm on a big ass old adventure, you know what I mean? It was just it was cool. Yep. And Which Tingle. Is, I mean, 
Thank God for the creepiest <laughs> generation of Tingle that ever exists. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, a lot of the dungeons were really cool. The, you know, the leaf was cool. The flying around. I Yeah, there's, there's just a lot of stuff about that game that's really cool, which is kind of funny that I don't like Sea of Thieves more, considering <laughs> that it's kind of the same type of thing. But Yeah, it's true. Oh, Wind Waker's great. And that HD port needs to get to Switch. There's no reason that they can't just bring Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD to the Switch. Oh, they would, yeah. There's just absolutely no reason they can't. I mean, they've got every other game ported over. Like, just do it, man. Well, if Breath of the Wild 2 does not make this year, it's almost something. You almost has to be, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great pick. Um, you won't probably agree with this one, but I I had to do it. So my number five is Super Mario Kart. I wow, so much Super Mario Kart. I still love Super Mario Kart. I mean, I would sit and do like ghost runs and play with my dad for hours and do the battles, and I I had that game so dialed in that I knew the exact like line that the CPU took. So I knew like (laughs) pixel by pixel where they were going to come around a corner on a map. So like, you know, you just be planting your banana peels and and turtle shells in the right spot. And like without fail, like because they don't deviate from it. And like to play a game that much that it just becomes that burned in your head is insane. I mean, I, thousands i'm at least over a thousand hours into that game in my life which is crazy yeah is it isn't that weird that to me that like that it's like the first game racing game that kind of feels good yeah um even though it looks kind of butt yeah it's not an attractive super nintendo game no no not overall um but it just it just seems like it feels good other than like you know off-road but that's a different style of game yeah but i mean f-zero is the same game essentially yeah but, but yet it like and we all not, love it but it's not the same yeah that's a good point right. i think it's Something, that whole component of like the weapons right mm-hmm. i mean they invented the genre like they mm-hmm. it, they that was the first cart game and the, and they're like extremely skill-based shortcuts yes that was really cool Yes, I agree. Great music. We again, weird visuals, but great music. Um, I'll so say sixty four f- is better, but double dash is better. Get off this no, podcast. <laughs> A double dash, you can make a case for sixty four. Get the fuck out. Uh, number number four. What do you got? My number four. I've got Pokemon Gold. I had to put a Pokemon somewhere. Okay. Not and at all was, on my radar, but I can totally get where you'd come up with that. That was the one that I don't, I still don't think they've actually topped in scope because once you beat that game, you actually end up kind of going back to all of the gyms and all of the first game. Okay. And you get to play the first game in a very like sped up shortened version. Sure. But it's really impressive that they're just like, 
oh shit, let's, what if we just put the first game in here too? Or the, you know, the map from the first game and all the stuff that you did in that game. Here you go. And what did gold come out on? Like what platform? That was Game Boy. I think it had color too. So it was okay, Game Boy it Color. Supported but color. Okay. I believe so. Um, I should know. I ran right. a, I ran a Pokemon information website around that time so i should Did know all really? the details yes there <laughs> you just was had, like your own dedicated fan site yep yeah. uh there was a thing back then where there were screenshots from some japanese magazines you know like oh the new what are the new pokemons that are coming out and one of them was like this uh blue looking pikachu and everybody called him pika blue and that was it that's how I got traffic to my website at that point was making stories about Pika Blues coming but to America, blah, 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 blah. It was, it was all bullshit. Nothing, none so of that. So you just like, you just wrote these like blog site thing and like you wrote your own articles and. Oh yeah. I was part what, of a whole web. I was part of a web ring. What was, it was what amazing. was this called? It was uh pokey info. I don't remember okay. if I had dot com or not at that point. It might've been like one of the. How old were you when you were doing this? Oh, that when did that come out? The two thousand maybe ninety ninety nine. When did Pokemon Gold come out? Were you making ad revenue? Was this? Oh no, this was this was all. Okay, I'm sure it was like like an Angel Fire site of some point. I like it. Yeah, it came out in two two thousand. So, so it must have been ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere around there. Nice. Um, what were we on four? Four, right? Four. So I put Diablo three. Um, just when I started thinking about games, I just couldn't argue with the amount of hours I put into something (laughs) and the amount of fun I still have, even though. I've kind of done all the things, so kind of had to put it up there. Yeah, you can't argue with that. I mean, that's it's it's funny how that game launched in such a bad state, and how it turned its image around so much. Yeah, it it was really a game that like was meant meant to play on console. Like the PC yep. version's good too, but I I prefer it on console. It, it, it it works better. It's it's easier to get people to join a game, you know, casual people. Um, it's just really good. And they've continued to support it. And for the most part, you know, I, and I tried to play it on PC. Like when I got my gaming PC, I tried to play it, but like, I hated it. I, I hated having to use a mouse to play that game. Like it really it just, huh. it just needs two thumbsticks, like in my opinion. And I don't know. See, it came down to like the text on the console version. The yeah. text seemed like it was too small for everything that I wanted to read. Yeah, I could I could get behind that. That's annoying. You don't have the roll option in the PC version. So. Yeah. All right, top three. What's your number three? Number three is Last of Us. I knew you were going to have that up there. Mm-hmm. Just the first one? Not part two. Just the first one. I have not finished part two. You couldn't get past the wall of depression? It's. 
I mean, it's part of that. There's, it, it takes a turn to, <clears throat> it kind of hoodwinks you into turning it into a different, a much larger game sure. than you thought it was. So then you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, I thought I was almost done. Yeah, but I, I still have never gotten through the first Last of Us, but like, yeah, I mean, the people that connect with it seem to really I mean, love it. Got one of the best endings ever. It's got one of the best intro levels ever. I really love that beginning. And then everything in between the world and everything is just, it's really good. It's yeah. really full of tension. It's one too, of the. Too much um, tension for me. That's why I stopped. Which is crazy that, you know, you're, you're, I've never really latched onto Resident Evil because of that. But this you're you're saying is more ten more as more that than a Resident Evil game? Uh, I don't know. It's about the same, but like I just didn't. It just yeah, it was like too much anxiety in like certain situations for me with that. Plus, like to me, the game it's just, and I don't want to undersell it because it, it's better than that. But it it boiled down to me that I was just playing Uncharted with zombies, and. I had played a lot of Uncharted, so like it just didn't maybe land yeah. with me. I mean, everything about the game should be right up my alley, but yeah, there's just some of those sequences where like you're in hard spots and like shit goes wrong and like there's a million things coming to kill you all at once and you have like no time to make a decision. And I just, I got to one of those spots and I just couldn't deal. And I was just like, no, this is not fun. I just need to not play this anymore. So I probably only got 10 hours in. That's probably, that's probably enough to know what that game is, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's all built really well. Gorgeous, gorgeous game. Plus now that you can just watch the, the TV show whenever that comes out. It's true. And then the Halo show. Well, perfect. Yeah. Um, so my number three is Grand Theft Auto five. Um, figured that was up there. Yeah, I needed a rock star thing on there, and I don't know. I mean, I haven't played, I haven't kept up with Grand Theft Auto Online. You know, I fell off of that quite some time ago. But between that being built in there and then just that story being what it is and the way they developed it with three characters, plus, you know, just the gameplay of like a very solid, stupid open world for you to do whatever you <laughs> want in and um, and Trevor is one of the most interesting and insane storylines and protagonists in a video game ever. So he was definitely the guy that if you don't have to be a certain person and you need to go somewhere, he was the guy that you hopped in. Yes. To grab the car and went, you know? Yes. And I just, I loved, I loved like switching back to him too. And the places you'd, you know, Cause it, it's so funny that they took the time to like make this clearly batshit like alcohol and drug dependent character, like always wake up in like random places. Like I still remember like spotting to him one time and it's, it, I switched to him. It's the middle of the night. I'm on top of a mountain wearing a skirt and like a tank top. <laughs> and then like, and then as soon as I get him woken up and he, as soon as he wakes up and gets to his feet, all I hear is, 
and a fucking cougar just mauls me and I'm dead instantly. And I just, I laughed to tears. It was so stupid. It was just great. Uh, <clears throat> great stuff. Endlessly yeah. fun. So that was a really cool way of doing that. Just having three different characters and just, you know, popping in and out of them, of their lives. It was really cool. Yeah. Well, and it's probably why we haven't seen a six. Cause like, what do you do with that after that? Yeah. You know, all right. Well, ta- online is why we haven't seen six. Well, that's true. For too, sure. <laughs> Cause it keeps printing money. Yeah. Uh, what do you have for number, number two? two? I have breath of the wild at number two. Oh, oh. what is your number one then? I'm pretty sure, you know, Sure, but... that's tricky. But yeah, I'm. Is that your number one? Breath of the Wild. Well, I'll, we'll have to wait and find out. Okay, I think I, th- I think it's tremendous. It's probably I would say it's one of the greatest games of all time. Some, I said it. Some people on this podcast might also agree. <laughs> uh, so my number two is Super Mario Brothers three because it's Oof. better than Super Mario World. Oh wow overreach and it needs to be the number two greatest game of all time <laughs> and then number one has to be Breath somebody watched the wizard yes a lot Got a little overhyped yeah <laughs> i love it. It, it it's it's my favorite and it is because it is because of my age and when that game came out but i still i play it constantly i always go back to it but yeah breath of the wild then was my number one of course um i what is your number one Mine's Journey. Oh. No. Yep. Best game really? ever. Yep. Number one game. I mean, I put Brothers of 21. You're putting Journey at <laughs> yep. number one. Yep. Okay. That's that's an interesting I bold choice. That, that's a game that Above I, Breath of the Wild. Yep. I I will play that game until I die, I think. As long as the servers are still up, but uh, it'll just be a much more lonely game without the servers. Yeah, yeah. which it's probably where I'll be. <laughs> yeah, that's... I don't know, there's something about that game. I mean, we've, we've talked about it before, probably on this podcast even, but yeah, that, that game is just uh, something special for me, at least. Yeah, I mean, I have that same appreciation of Brothers, which, and, I, and we've talked about it, and I don't have it for Journey. I did play through it. I knew you would... Well, a lot of people spoke highly of it, but like it just didn't... It didn't hit with me in the same way, but I think that's because I hit brothers first and it's sure. very similar ish. Um, but yeah, I mean, the reasons like connects with you. I mean, it still pulls in the same way that brothers does. So yeah, it very much and is. And that art style is great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Both those games are very much about having a relationship and out all of a sudden losing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of them is in the story. One of them is just like the other guy was being a dumbass and he had to go eat supper or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've only ever given it one playthrough. I assume you've done multiples and had yeah. of different experiences with people, but yeah. Yeah. None of them have quite been the same because I think now it's just a bunch of people with white scarves, meaning they have everything they've mastered the game and they're just, just, I don't know. Oh, that's the thing you There's, can do? White scarf? How do you get the white scarf? If you get all the additions and collectibles. Oh. Yeah. 
you you get a white scarf and all that um but yeah i wonder like the people that i've played with now they stay with you for a little while and then they're gone so i don't know if they're just like if the game itself changed or i don't know it's it's strange because all that's left playing it are people that have played it before i would think you know yeah, i don't know how many point. new people are playing it so it's just never going to be the same thing because it's very dependent on other people having the same experience but see that that's a bold choice mm-hmm. i but you know breath of the wild is if i'm talking about game game that's my if i want to play a game that's a that's the game yeah well Listeners, you'll have to let us know what you think of our lists. Feel free to provide some of your own. Tell us why we're such assholes for not putting Super Metroid or Castlevania, Chrono, Chrono Trigger, or whatever Final else. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's there's a lot of shit. We ignored some major staples. <laughs> yeah, but these are our lists, so. Mm-hmm. And we've just proven that as much as we shit on other people's lists, <laughs> we are just hypocrites. as incapable. Yeah, we are as <laughs> incapable of putting together an unbiased list as everyone else. So <laughs> I think Journey probably proves that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's number one anywhere else. Probably not. <laughs> somebody's, somebody's favorite game of all time for sure. So I don't know. I guess you'll get the honors of taking us out this time, Andy. Yeah. So like uh, Ryan was saying, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us about some of your favorite games. Tell us about the ones that we got wrong. Uh, send us an email at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, not Instagram, not TikTok. But, you know, two's enough. Just, it's only so much you can do. Two's enough. And uh, <laughs> we'd love to hear from you there as well. Follow us and uh, keep on listening. Uh, so, yeah, please be kind. Rewind. Don't stop believing. <laughs> That's going to be second